Does your soul call for a life overseas? Is your mind curious about traveling abroad for professional or life-changing experiences? Or you just have a tingling sensation of experiencing the unknown? Hello world, this is Joshua Best, your host of Why We Travel, the podcast where we take a deep dive into exactly that, the motivations behind why we travel and the stories behind it. Today, you're listening to Season 1, Episode 7, Why We Conserve, diving into ecotourism with special guest Bang Earn. Bang Earn is a Thai native and recent graduate from an environmental culture and ecotourism program. She wears many hats, and among them is a passion for travel and sustainability. Listen in as she talks about how this passion continues to motivate her to travel around the world and how it all pertains to her work diving in Koh Tao, also known as Turtle Island. All right, so thanks for coming in today. Sure, so. <laughs> All right, so mind introducing yourself? สวัสดีค่ะ. My name is Gashapan Sukhon, and my nickname is Bang Eun. So, you can call me Bang Eun, or I have a Spanish name, like Maria. Okay, and how did you get your Spanish name? Um, from my internship before I graduated. Okay, and then you graduated from where? From Sina Karimiro University in Bangkok in Faculty of Environmental Culture and Ecotourism. Yeah, so environmental culture and ecotourism. Uh, it's a mouthful, but definitely sounds interesting. With that, I think uh, the minus that you do lots of things, but then amongst that, uh, so you do scuba diving uh, in Koh Tao, right? Yes. Okay, and then with is that with a hotel or with a vendor? Okay, so my company that I did my internship with Actually, they have like a scuba course, like a scuba diving school, and they run the hotel business as well. Okay, so it's a pretty much a, it's a hotel where people can go uh, and then just also get a certification in scuba diving? Yes. All right. And then so I haven't been to Koh Tao, but whenever I do hear about it, everyone pretty much says diving. Like it's the great place to go, uh, highly recommended for scuba diving. What makes it so popular, you think? Okay, so actually in Thailand, we have like so many dive spots. We have like two sides of the ocean. The first one is the Andaman Sea and another side is Thai Gulf. Hmm. So Koh Tao is located on the Thai Gulf. And because of they are so much of the coral leaf and it's abandoned of the fishes and stuff. So yeah, that makes Koh Tao popular for diving. Okay, so actually... Yeah, so exactly that. So I feel like there's naturally a lot of correlation between what you're studying and uh, the scuba diving work you're doing. So what are maybe the current efforts in Thailand to try to balance the tourism with keeping the ocean clean? So actually, I think Gautau is a good place to learn about how to save the environmental and how to travel. Actually, we can learn from diving as well. You can see like the sea creatures and how they swim, how they live a life, and how beautiful they are when they are in the environmental. That is really good for them. Mm. I mean, the fish and the stuff. Yep. So when you dive, I think you don't want to make it gone. You don't want to destroy the stuff. And when I was diving, I saw one turtle. Let's try to eat the plastic on the surface of the of the ocean because of actually the food of the turtle is like um, a jellyfish and the plastic when it was in the water it looked like a jellyfish so the turtle doesn't have like a brain like us that they can clarify is what is that so they just eat yep so when when we go travel and when we see the environmental 
or like the resources that is not good. Yeah. yeah. So it's better that you keep it clean and you keep it just like normal, like before you go there. Just like to make other people see what you see, how beautiful it is. And then, what do you think are the top mistakes, or you know, people do that go against the environment when they're coming to Thailand? You know, especially when it pertains to diving. Well, I think I saw a lot of mistakes that people misunderstand about using the sunscreen. That's the first problem because、um, when you use the wrong kind of sunscreen, it may destroy the body corals, and it's gonna turn to the white color for the corals, and that take times to recover. Yeah, like over over like fifty or thirty years of that, I cannot remember, but yeah. Okay, and then so so when people are shopping for sunscreen, then you know how do they find the right one? Well, actually, you just need to check about the ingredients. It it would say that no parabens and stuff.、Mm. Yeah, so you just need to choose that one to use. Okay, and actually, I'm just remembering. So you used an example of like the turtle eating plastic, and、mm-hmm. Kotao is named the, like the island of turtles. Is that right? Yes,、yeah. right. Because Tao is mean turtle. Okay, and then so so pretty much naturally, they're going to see turtles. What other wildlife、uh, would you experience on a typical dive there? Okay, so you can find the sharks as well.、Mm. Yep,、uh, I forgot the name of the shark, but it is not the kind of shark that is gonna bite you. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah. important. <laughs> <laughs> that's important. All right. Okay, so when I was like on the third day of、uh, when I was in Kotao, my customers he is from England,、hmm. and he brought me to、um, one beach. That I can fight a shark in the morning time, like so early in the morning, like seven a.m.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like no people go to dive in that time, and the shark will come to the to the shore and then find the food. Of course, not us, not people、oh, yeah. <laughs> that are gonna eat. Yeah. So I saw like a family of sharks. They just like try to find the food, and they don't do anything to us at all. Yep, that's the first time. I saw the shark and it's really amazing. Oh, that's beautiful! Yeah, I typically don't jive with sharks, but if you say they're、right. they're friendly, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then so like now, going the other way, you know, rather than you know talking about just people coming to Thailand, you know, you have your own travel passions and such. And so, do I understand you did a J one program to go to the U.S.? All right. So like, what is a J one、uh, visa program? So J one student visa is for Um, the student in Thailand, like at least you need to have the student status. Like if you are studying in a college and stuff, you can do that. Like okay, so this program is provide you to go to the U.S. for three months. You can work for three months, and then you have like thirty days for traveling in the U.S. as well. Yeah, so many agencies do that for you. So you just need to find some like reliable agency. And then you just need to choose like what you want to do, what kind of job, which city you want to go, and then just apply that. And then、um, it might hard to get the J1 visa because right now our country Thailand is considered like a country level three.、Mm. Yep. So so many people、um, use this kind of visa to go to US and never come back to Thailand. That's why the embassy just really. Consider like hard to give the German visa to us. 
And you ended up in Massanutten, Virginia, right? Yes, Massanutten Resort in West of Virginia, I guess. <laughs> okay. Yep. So, actually, the inspiration to make me go to the U.S. because that I really want to study English from the native speakers. And that's like a dream of mine since I was really young before high school. Yeah, I want to go abroad. But because of my family was not that rich when I was young, so I need to just stop my dream right there. But actually, I keep it in my mind for over, always. And then when I grow up and I had a chance, I asked my mom, can I go there? And my mom just said, okay, you just try it. Just do it. And that's the first time I go abroad. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I gained a lot of experience about working and English skills as well. Okay, what were you doing exactly in Massanutten? Okay, so I applied for food and beverage floater. Like the Massanutten Resort is just like a big, big resort. There are so many parts there, like a water park, the family adventure park, um, like a sheriff that you can go down from the mountain in the summertime. But actually, it's like a lift to play the ski and stuff in the winter time. Mm. Yes, and... I decided to do the food and beverage because I've been working in this position since I was young as a part-time job. So I would like to see how different it is if I work with a native speaker and Thai people. Mm. Yeah. And, and like I know a lot of Thai people, uh, at least I often get questions about how could they could go abroad. I mean, because obviously most people do know you can just go as a tourist, but obviously getting a tourist visa as a Thai person can be difficult. Getting a employment visa or work permit as a Thai person is difficult, but so it sounds like this J one pr- program. If you find a right agency, mm-hmm. uh, it actually provides like a really good viable op- uh, option to not only go to the U S. but get proper work experience while you're still studying. If U S. I could say yes because U S. is really hard country for Thai people to go. Like um, the J one visa, I think is the easiest one. Yep. If you want to go travel to U.S. as a tourist, like use a tourist visa, at least you need to work for like two years and then you need to have a good salary. Okay. Yep. A good credit and everything. So they're going to believe you that you will come back to Thailand for sure. Okay. Yes. So I think for the students who want to go travel and find a job, like a short term in the U.S., this kind of visa is, is the good one. Okay. And then so you're studying uh, cultural tourism, like ecotourism <laughs> and, and such. And then you already have your work experience and you're just recently graduated. So uh, what are your career plans now? So like you could say that I have like a lot of dreams, but another one that I need to, I need to do it. Mm. And I will be so sad if I <laughs> never try to do it is to be a cabin crew. Mm. So I would like to work with the Middle East Airlines, like Emirates, Etihad, and stuff. Mm. Yeah, because I like to service, to service people. And work with the airline can give you a chance to go travel, like, around the world. Mm. Yeah. At exactly that point, I think one thing that I found interesting, like, when I came over this side of the world is, one, just... It's a very popular career choice, or at least it's relative to in the U.S., mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but then at the same time, I think the airline industry, I didn't know how difficult or how strict or how crazy the requirements were to be a cabin crew member. Um, so for those that 
may have no idea what you have to go through. Just uh, do you mind telling about your experience and preparing for that? Well, experience is the important part as well. But actually, there are so many things that I need to prepare, like uh, my body. Um, the first time I tried to apply for the ally, they said I need to lose my weight like for 30 kilograms. Uh. Yep. Because I, I don't know what's the point, but I think it's because of the beauty or something like that and your health as well. When you work on the airline, you need to have like a strong body because of the pressure and stuff is going to make you ill and sick. Right. And other beauty as well. It's just, the, I guess, the reality of, of the position, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, aside from that, what else does it require to prepare or how difficult do you think it would be otherwise to get that? Well, I think the English skills yeah. and the attitude as well. Yes, you need to have like a positive attitude, an open mind, and how you fix the situation, like the emergency situation. You need to have like um, a strong or mind and stuff. I'm confident you're going to get it, right? We're going to manifest that. <laughs> you know, so like once you become a cabin crew member, uh, and then, you know, you'll probably be like, for example, if it's Emirates, you'll be based in Dubai. And have you been to any of those countries like Dubai, Qatar, or, oh, no? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So that'll be an experience in itself. Never. Right? Is that why you're choosing the Middle Eastern Airlines? Um, maybe because I think, yeah, I could say that because of the beauty standards as well. Oh, so you actually aspire to, to <laughs> okay. Okay. No, so that's motivation. I mean, like for Thai airlines, yeah. I'm not the type of the Thai oh, airlines okay. for sure. Yeah. yeah. They're like a slim girl, like the white skin mm. and like, um, the shape of face is going to be like Thai standard, Thai beauty standards. Okay. I actually. I could say that I've been out of the Thai beauty standard for entire of my life. Yeah, I just choose to be myself. I choose to like have a beauty in my own way. Yeah, I feel like that's like a whole, we could go into a whole tangent in that in itself, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, I mean, because I, I think naturally, you know, as a black person, I love brown skin. And, you know, I think naturally we have very different opinions on the beauty standards, at least, you know, me being a Western person. Um, but then, yeah, and of course, you know that these things does impact your employment and, and all those things in life. But it's still, I guess, just it's always shocking to hear, you know, when uh, I guess a local beauty standard or something like that, again, does impact or like keep you out of certain things. But I think it's dope that you're flipping it and you're just like, no, I'm going to go to a world class airline that doesn't <laughs> care so much, you know? <laughs> so, right. yeah, so kudos to you for that. Yeah. Okay. And then so. Now, just like overall, I mean, so obviously travel is a key part of your life. And like what motivates you to do it? Mm, I like to see different cultures. Mm-hmm. Yep. When you go travel, you're going to see something that inspired you like in one way, no matter what. Like maybe you can meet new people and then you get the new way to think about the world, to see the world. Your mind will be opened a little bit more for mm. sure. Um, when you see something new and when you get some inspiration from other people, like from the local people, you see how they live their life. Mm, something that the money can't buy, like the simple happiness, the green stuff in the garden and the yard. They don't need the expensive thing or stuff, but they're still happy. Mm. Yeah. 
same question, but slightly nuanced though, because I feel like that's just like a great note to kind of get it out there. So like for based off the experiences you've already had, like what has been the most rewarding part of travel for you personally? Well, to make me to be a open-minded people, mm-hmm. like I don't judge people. It is like a reward for me because this kind of、um, perspective will will give you an inspiration to work and to live your life as well. Yeah, when you don't judge people, when you see people like just the way they are, it's really simple and it's it's really easier for you to live as well. Because when you don't have like a negative thinking to someone, you will just like. Very、really、happy. I think that's a great reward because I can use this with everything in my life. Okay, so before we go, do you want to do, you know, any shameless promotion? You know, whether it be the hotel you work for or you know your your social media. You know, if people want to get in touch and reach out. So actually, the social media I have is Instagram.、Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's my name, Goshapan K O T C H A N P A N. All right, cool. Well, thank you very much for coming out. Appreciate your time. Yep. Thank you. Love this episode? Head over to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to join us next week for another amazing episode of Why We Travel.